1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy
0: in every journey.
2: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros, Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Folks, BetQL Network Football Sundays are back. We are blessing you with 14 hours of live NFL coverage presented by BetMGM every Sunday, starting at eight o'clock Eastern time throughout the season. Get pregame analysis on BetMGM Game Day and you better you bet countdown to kickoff to in-game betting opportunities and post-game breakdowns on inside the betting lines. Listen wherever you go with the Odyssey app and interact with our hosts anytime on twitch.tv at BetQL. Do not lose out. You know, Andy Reid thinks that quarterbacks are farmers. <laughs> I also think we're like farmers the work is never done even when the show is over we're always prepping for the next show and getting ready to watch games and things like that so uh maybe we're like quarterbacks joe i don't know
3: uh yeah i'm not complaining though not a bad way to make a living what Aaron? Right. what you're not a farmer oh,
4: yeah.
3: you don't have overall no,
4: i think i think <laughs> Jake, we all are like farmers i agree <laughs> Oh, Jake's
2: the yeah. true farmer. You're right. Yeah, he's he he grew up on the farm. Lest right. we forget. Do, do they do, do they let you forget. bring the pitchfork on the train, Jake?
1: Unfortunately no. It's
2: a milking <laughs> oh, chance. Yeah.
4: Jake in overalls.
3: Like, like yeah, do is that's one side hanging
2: panel. Are both
3: <laughs>
2: are both straps on the cowboy hat? Or is <laughs> a one strap <laughs> overall? <laughs> Heartbreak uh,
5: Hassan. I'm That's behind saying. the Patreon paywall. Sorry. It's
2: like,
3: is it gosh, like Yash at drink. all?
2: <laughs> no. Okay. We're going to start to make deliverance references. That's when I get nervous. Okay, so let's put a bow on our last segment when it came to uh, the most underrated teams or those that are flying under the radar. And while Aaron and I both agree that the Cleveland Browns are flying under the radar because they're in a really tough division with the Bengals and the Ravens and the ever-popular Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Joe, you went in a slightly different direction. What are some of your key takeaways uh, after completing this exercise?
3: Yeah. I I did think about the Browns guys. In in the end, it's like the concern that I mentioned yesterday is the receivers, but under the radar, yeah, they are. They are all the chatter in that division is about the Bengals, Ravens, Steelers will always get some buzz cuz they never ever have a losing season and people trust Tomlin so much and Pickett looks so great at the preseason that they're also getting buzz. So I I could see the case for Cleveland. Uh, the ones that didn't make my list, I mentioned Washington, and Ed, you had them at number two. I can't argue with that one. Another one that almost made my list that nobody had, and I don't even know if they would qualify, is Seattle. Because they are so high up there, but I just, I'm still surprised um, with their Super Bowl odds. If they are in the mid-30s, and we are so set, and maybe we're wrong, we're just so set on them Winning the NFC West. And I thought they got better in the offseason at at, with a surprising uh, season just a year ago. But uh, I put them there. And I don't, I honestly, it's how you view it, right? How you view the market and how they're being uh, looked at right now. Like maybe you guys think the Bills do not qualify of them, most underrated team, because it's like everybody jumped off. Nope, nope. And they've had their chances and now I'm done. And I just look at the Bills and Last year, offense was second in EPA per play. Defense was seventh. And what's really changed? Leslie Frazier's no longer there. Sean McDermott's going to run the defense. You still have Ken Dorsey there. Of course, he's not as good at day ball, but you still have the big time playmakers. And the guys that they did lose, non impactful positions. We're talking about middle linebacker, a running back in Singletary is replaceable, slot guy McKenzie, very replaceable. So it. it I'm getting the sense that we're going too far trying to look for a team in the AFC East, not the Bills, and this is coming from someone who does like the Dolphins. But
4: I still think there's a lot of people that are high on the Bills, so that's why I didn't add them. Yeah, um, I just I think you could even look at Josh Allen for MVP. So I I don't know. It's hard for me to differentiate what fans. Think and like what we think because we yeah. talk about it so much that I, you know, it was hard for me to know is this under the radar? I mentioned the Packers, I didn't include them because lately it seems like all of a sudden they are a hype team because everyone forgot about them because everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, don't forget about the Packers. Jordan Love might actually be good and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, I can't put them in. So I think I overanalyzed it probably a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> But I but think that's they're all, it, though. I, I agree with all of them. You know, I think there's an argument for all of them that we picked.
2: It, right. And, and that's just it, though, is now I, I've done, I did a lot of college football stuff yesterday, which I'll get into later in the show. But when it comes to the NFL, I mean, you only have 32 teams and you have months of previews and preparations and all sorts of good stuff to wear, I feel like that, especially when it comes to this offseason, you can probably talk yourself into maybe 24 to 26 teams having an okay to phenomenal season. You can find paths, I think, for nearly all of them. Now, you can't do that with the Cardinals, can't do that with the Raiders, and there are a couple of others. But I think for the most part, you've got a lot of teams that are showing why there's reason for optimism and look sometimes teams have bad years just because of injuries and nothing else or maybe it's because the offensive play designer and the quarterback just don't mesh for whatever reason and a quick change with either position will fix will fix everything so you know sometimes these things are on the cusp and you don't realize that they're going to fall back down to reality But there's room for optimism, reason for optimism. And there are just so few teams that you can talk yourself into some of these, you know, unusual teams being under the radar. It's not like, say, college football where you have like 130 teams and it would just take too long to talk yourself into 65 or 85 of them potentially having great campaigns, Joe.
3: I can't I can't wait till overreaction Monday, too. Like, that's right around the corner. Uh, We're days away from that. Anytime you mention the Cardinals, now now it's just uh, in my brain. I just can't remove it, at least for this week. That Did you guys see the Jonathan Gannon motivational speech to his team? Oh, oh my no. God. So cringe. Oh <laughs> this guy, he is the opposite of Dan Campbell. Let me tell you that. It is. Woo. I'm like, yeah, this might be just a complete disaster.
5: Is he going to be ended- worse than Hackett? Like, I think oh that's a real God. question. One and done? I don't like – the Broncos were expected to win. The Cardinals are not. So, like, he's got that going for him. But as far as it's cringeworthy and what we're going to see on Sundays <laughs> of just being of incompetence, Philly hated them. We know that. They, they kind of hate everyone. I know. But, right. uh, yeah. man, it's not looking great. <laughs> no, it's not.
4: I, there's still some value if you are interested. Last winless team, 4-1 to one for the Cardinals. Fewest regular season wins, 2-1. to one. And regular season lowest scoring team, plus 650 on the Cardinals. I still think that there's value. If you think they're going to be terrible, you could find some pretty good value on those bets still. But the
2: jump from first place to second place is massive. Like, Mm -hmm. no one believes in the Cardinals. Maybe there's a small contingent who believe in the Raiders, the Bucks, some of those other cellar dwellers. But that's a a big gap there. Uh, In fact, uh, we were talking about Jonathan Gannon here and the uh, wonderful motivational speech he had, uh, you know, Tony Robbins-like quality. (laughs) Uh, Aaron hadn't heard it, and maybe some of you folks haven't either. So why don't we go ahead and listen?
5: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
2: Welcome back. Who drove over here? Please, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? Did you have fire in your gut? <laughs> Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted. Okay, we're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand I'm looking for f- killers. I. That was a bad corporate <laughs> retreat
5: speech. Like, yeah, oh, here are all these execs. Let's give a pep talk for a bunch of stiff suits. Like, real bad. I'm pretty Jake. sure that's the same exact speech that was given at, like, my junior year of high school Catholic retreat. Like, that I, was I, nuts. Well,
2: Kairos? Is you, that a Kairos
3: send that. I'm going to put something in my calendar right now. Let me look it up. First day of baseball practice winter training in January.
5: <laughs> I'm doing that.
3: That's gonna. I'm doing it. <laughs> fire in like, your
2: gut.
5: Joe, look right. at all the twelve-year-olds talking... who took the bus here today. <laughs> I
2: was just about to say that. I was just it's about Uber. to say. That. Yeah. No, Don't mom, bike mom. Right. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. Families took the bus.
3: You want to be tough? You ride your bike here in zero-degree weather in the snow.
5: <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hop on the back. Hop on the pegs. No, it's
2: uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah, that's rough. Man. Next time. Oof. Yeah. It's be bad. You know what? I it's like it's, it's funny I, because like I take it all back, there are guys is that value do the in Cardinal's worst record.
5: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't me. hate the last <laughs> winner at four to one either. But like there's the guys that try and do the fire up speech, like the rah rah thing, and it's so see through and bad, but this is worse. I feel like he like, was searching.
4: Is- he knew It's it also was that bad. he like tried he like to ramp
5: comic? up like halfway through. Yeah. Like about no, halfway he right. through he tried to like add a little pep there and just did not work. Yeah.
3: He was a comic on stage dying. So he's like, let me throw out a swear word. That'll get him. It didn't.
4: Well, imagine if that music wasn't playing either. Like, it would have been so much worse. And honestly, like, you're talking to these NFL players like they're children. That's a way to lose your team, like, day one. Mm -hmm. So bad. I
3: think the social media team's
5: like, do we put this out? I guess we have to.
3: (laughs) But... yeah. I mean, remember it, it all comes down to the results anyways. Like we can laugh about this stuff, but Sirianni was destroyed for his, what was it about the, the growing the flowers the stuff? Like they flowers. were laughing at mm. him. They were laughing at him. Then they win games and like, yeah. Oh yeah. That was funny. Right. But anyways. Who yeah. Cares? He's great. I
4: did laugh <laughs> at, at Sirianni for the flower speech. So guilty. As and they're not going to win, but but it. they're not
3: going to win. So that's the, that's the whole thing. <laughs>
2: Is this an upgrade from Cliff Kingsbury, though? That's the I don't
3: question. know. I don't
5: know. What do you guys think? I'm not sure. Cliff is so much more handsome. Like it's, I was just going to not...
4: say Cliff is
5: hot. Oh, we're doing so looks?
3: I don't oh, think we're I doing have looks. looks yeah. I didn't know we were doing looks. Oh, I thought
2: oh, we
0: were, oh, oh, we're doing power ranking. I don't looks? think right. anybody
5: in that locker room is sitting there being Beauty. like, man, if this guy was just a little bit hotter, I'd be way more locked in. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah, I
5: would.
3: <laughs> wh- that's what the chief <laughs> players do, right? <laughs>
5: There's
2: And right? I feel Ray's like clips supposed to be defensive I mean, back mean the Arizona
5: Cardinals. An offensive mind. See a great head coach? Not exactly. I don't I don't know what Gannon is.
3: Well, maybe you have to get rid of Cliff before well, – whatever. Not that we want to do a Cardinals deep dive here. But maybe you have to get rid of Cliff before the Kyler thing because he brought him in. That was his guy. And you're just starting that whole process.
2: Yeah. I guess. yeah let's just – yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, but anyway. I was actually kind of against the firing, to be honest. Like, I, I understood why, but – I, I didn't feel like that when you look at, say, coaching metrics, that he was that bad, that he was fireable. And do you have someone better waiting in the wings? Uh, right mm-hmm. now, clearly they don't. So there, this this may be part of the tanking experience is to have someone who's going to offer up these motivational speeches. It's it's subtle and not so subtle tanking. And for the Cardinals, I find this absolutely brilliant. Just stroke of genius.
4: I think there was a lot of hype around Kingsbury with some of the quarterbacks that he – Coached and helped groom in college, so I, I didn't, you know. A lot of people thought he was going to be one of these young geniuses.
2: Yep, I'd agree with that. What does he mm-hmm. have a job? He's not working, right? Uh, I think he's at USC as like a, a lot, consultant, mentor, assistant sort of thing. Yeah, like one yeah, of those. Yeah, consultant, advisor, or whatever. Yeah, so he's not far. From Came me. back from
5: Thailand. Big mistake, mm-hmm. kind of Should have stayed
2: in thailand
3: what this guy's unbelievable he just keeps attaching himself to the number one quarterback in these drafts
2: i know he attaches himself to
3: caleb yeah it's a good move it's a good move
2: oh no it makes sense to me and he will help like you know he he is attaching himself to these quarterbacks but he does enhance them in some way so it's not like Mm -hmm. that and he learns from them as well so he you know has all these different tools I, I do, you know, when it came to Kingsbury, it was the, the four wide receiver sets that were just largely inefficient in the NFL that got off to such a slow start to where he wasn't exactly going to have this overall impressive resume when the time came to evaluate his future. He had the one mm-hmm. good year where they made the playoffs, but ultimately, maybe if things were a little bit more efficient, he got off to a slightly better start in year one than maybe when things went south with Kyler and his injury things would have turned out differently.
4: Yeah, it seems like uh, not a head coach, but maybe a good quarterback consultant type guy. (laughs) Not meant to be a head coach. Yeah,
2: right. (laughs) This is Beck Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we actually get into our NFL awards portfolios right here on the Beck Network.